Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. (laughs) I'll be sitting down with some phenomenal women to discuss love. I believe we grew distant out of love of some type, like, I don't want to hurt you. Loss. Really don't know what's going to trigger that feeling of grief in any moment. And a topic very important to my work, self-care. Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey, everyone. Happy Sunday. This is a special listener episode that I am thrilled to share with everyone. I wanted to hear from you, the listeners, on how self-care plays a role in your life and the relationship that you have with self-care. Is it easy? Is it difficult? Do you do self-care? Do you not know how? Are you trying to figure it out? So many of you from near and far sent voice notes sharing your relationship with self-care. Hi, my name is Veronica. I am 28 years old and live in Long Beach, California. Hi, my name is Blessing, and I'm 24 years old, and I live within the Washington, D.C. area. My name is Yannick, and I'm 32 years old from Brooklyn, New York. My name is Molly. I am 24 years old, and I live in Saskatchewan, Canada. My name is Nicole. I'm 28, and I currently live in Dallas, Texas. I cannot wait for everyone to hear these recordings. I hope you all have an amazing Sunday. And as always, thank you for listening. I'm so honored to be on this journey of self-care with you all. Here are the Hey Girl listeners on self-care. Hi, Alex. Uh, My name is Kaisha, and I just turned 30 this year in January, so I'm a Capricorn, and I currently live in Baltimore, Maryland. So for the first question, you ask, how has self-care become a personal practice in my life? I didn't really understand or even know the word self-care until just this past year. I started my journey three years ago. Even in those in that process of healing, I hadn't known about self-care for the first two years. So I was really going about healing in a very like misinformed way. And really I come from a family where you never hear those two words together. You know, um, self-care, they just don't go together. (laughs) And so this was just definitely a new way of life to me. Sometimes I talk to myself and I record myself in my voice memos and I label them. It's not, you know, scripted. It's literally just me talking from my heart, from my spirit, from what I know is true of me in this very moment. And again, just thank you, thank you, thank you for giving women the opportunity to speak their truth about their healing and their growth. Because regardless of if it's played to listeners, speaking your truth is also another amazing, powerful self-care engagement to do. So thank you so much. (laughs) 
My name is Ailea. My Instagram handle is IL3AH. I'm 19. I'll be 20 this month and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Self-care for me became important when I became a mother. My child is 18 months and I raise her by myself. So I soon realized that if I did not take the time um, or make the time to take care of myself, then I as an individual would begin to fade away and all that would be left of me is, you know, me being my child's mother. And while that's a title that I fully embrace and that is the most important role in my life um it's not all that I am and if I don't grow as a woman at the end of the day then I can't grow as a mother um so that's when I learned that I had to take time to care for myself as far as what I do um, I'm actually really looking forward to the result of this post because I would love to find new rituals but for right now um, my main go-to's for taking care of myself is taking time to write because I am a writer um music is a huge outlet for me and then just going to other social media moms for advice so many times alex l has kept me pushing there are a couple others who and she's the first to come to mind because obviously this is her podcast but there are a couple others who you know i read their stories and i'm reminded that my right now is not my final destination and then just as far as writing um with my blog knowing that my experiences, you know, making my life public for others helps them. That's huge for me and that keeps me going and that really enhances who I am. So yeah, that's 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 my self-care spill. Hi Alex, my name is Bethany and I am 49 years old. I live in Los Angeles, California in Hollywood. I wanted to talk about how self-care has become a personal practice in my life. In 2016, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I underwent a series of extensive treatments for the past two years, including five months of chemotherapy and five surgeries. I um, am currently in remission, but I mentioned this because it was the, obviously it was the pivotal moment in my life but it set me on a trajectory for caring for and loving myself in a way that I never have before. And it's been incredibly transformative. Some of the rituals that I'm exploring surrounding this tap into deeper issues that have been um, recurring in my life as a child, um, as a young adult, as a mother, as a daughter. And they mostly pertain to my boundaries and my ability to say no. And I feel so happy to say that because I think for so many years I was afraid that if I set boundaries or told people no, that I was going to disappoint them or that they weren't going to approve of me or like me. And cancer sort of, for lack of a better term, eliminates the giving of fucks and allowed me to really put myself first. I just wanna say thank you for giving us the opportunity to share and for always being so inspirational and brave in what you put out into the world. It doesn't go unnoticed or unappreciated. Hi, my name is Kayla. I am 25 and I am from Alabama. Um, Self-care to me as far as for my personal practice, 
Uh, basics are, of course, facial skincare routine because that is something big for me. I would love my skin. Well, my skin is becoming clearer, so I take two times out of my day to make sure that I'm taking, like, attending to my facial needs. I'm drinking more water just because it physically makes me feel better and look better. I mean, I know everybody typically says bubble baths and things like that, but more so mine is being aware of me and my thoughts. So... I try to take at least bare minimum 30 minutes out of my day to kind of tense that and journal and see like where my mindset is throughout the day. I try to correct my thought process to make sure that it is basically aligning with the person that I am wanting to be, the person that I am called to be, the person that I'm supposed to be in this universe, in this world. Um, so yes, I'm definitely practicing being more aware of myself every day, whether that's through journaling or, I don't know, even like my friends kind of pointing it out and me kind of sitting back and pondering on that, like, okay, they said this, and of course, what someone says about you is not who you are, but still just taking a step back and being like, okay, so this is what they're saying about me, like, is there some truth to this? Do I need to go back and regroup? So it's more so practicing mindfulness of who I am and who I want to be and who I want to put out into the world, what kind of vibes I want to give everyone and how I want to grow as a human because I am in this weird stage of currently intentionally growing into the woman that I know I was created to be. My name is Molly. I am 24 years old and I live in Saskatchewan, Canada. Self-care has become a personal practice in my life almost through necessity, I would say. It was the only string of, of sanity that I felt like I had in times of feeling like I was drowning. And because it was so necessary to my overall well-being... I decided that no matter how I felt, whether that was drowning or rising, that I would always continue to make the commitment to practice self-care and making that commitment to myself. Some self-care rituals that I explore include just getting really in tune and in touch with the relationship I have with myself. Um, that's why self-care is sometimes hard for me to define simply because it is ever-evolving and ever-changing based on what I need and what I'm craving and what will best serve me that day, that moment. Um, and I think that, that that is an act of self-care. That is giving myself grace to know that Yesterday, what I practiced might not be the same as, as today. And maybe today is is actually letting go and crying. And after I'm done crying, putting on music and dancing around my kitchen. Um, and then maybe the next day, it's it's writing and it's journaling and it's, it's being really quiet. And the next day, maybe it's hanging out with my mom. You know, it's it's ever-changing and ever-evolving. And that's why it's a practice.
Do you have a to-do list that never seems to end? Maybe it's running from a flight straight to a meeting or still having to cook dinner for yourself. Well, now Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are perfect for the office, home, and anywhere your day takes you. Beta Brand has the perfect pants to match. Choose from the dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles like the boot cut, straight legs, skinny, cropped, and more. They even have a pair with eight, yes, eight pockets. And now they also offer premium denim with the same flexibility and comfort as yoga pants. Right now, my listeners can get 20% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash heygirl. That's 20% off your first order at betabrand.com slash heygirl. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. Go to betabrand.com slash heygirl for 20% off. Do you love discovering new products? Are you a beauty and fashion maven constantly on the hunt for the next best thing? Ever read about or spot something online that you've always wanted to try but never have? Then you might love FabFitFun. It allows women everywhere to discover new products as well as including rave review and must-have brands that you know and love. It's like Christmas four times a year. Stumped on gift ideas? FabFitFun is also a great gift for someone you love. You can surprise your mom or sister with this awesome summer box packed with great items. Do you have a daughter who's going to college, maybe, or a friend who's a new mom? FabFitFun is an awesome care package. My last box came with this beautiful lotus towel. It was blue, and it's shaped like the flower, and it has a gorgeous design in the middle. That's something we've been laying out on the deck and relaxing on for a few weeks now. So what I love about FabFitFun is that they offer full-size products, no samples of anything. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200-plus in retail value. The summer 2019 box has a total retail value between $269 to $467. That's fantastic. Treat yourself with items in it, such as the Sutra Professional Mini Travel Blow Dryer, the beautiful Vicks Paula Lotus Towel, or the West Elm Indigo tie-dye bowls. Many of the products' individual value is more than the entire cost of the box. You can customize your box by choosing some products and some add-ons with each one. Or you can be surprised. It's great for discovering new brands and new products. What a better way to shop. I'm looking forward to my next box because they're always so different and packed with things I can actually use. I like to share the items in my box with my 11-year-old. She's really into skincare these days. We recently got a clay mask and a foot mask and a body scrub. She loves them all. The FabFitFun 2019 Summer Box is on sale now. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out. You can use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. All you have to do is go to FabFitFun to sign up and get started. Use promo code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code HEYGIRL to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. Hi, my name is Veronica. I am 28 years old and live in Long Beach, California. All right. So how has self-care become a personal practice in your life? Or if it hasn't, why not? Self-care has definitely been very beneficial for me. Um, Two years, well, two and a half years ago, I had my heart kind of broken. 
And so I just had to regroup and reassess myself. And um, I figured, why not find my way back to loving who Veronica was? So um, I've definitely made it a point to make sure that I do some kind of self-care practice daily. Uh, Even if it's just the smallest thing of like giving myself a hug or something like that. But it has definitely been very beneficial and I feel so um, alive and so aligned with myself um, for doing that, for just being honest with myself. Even when I know, you know, I don't want to do it, I'm still like, no, you need to do something for yourself because you do and give so much of yourself to others. You have to pour into yourself. Every so often I either set some kind of intentions of what I want to focus on or at the time I just go you know what whatever is calling me that's what I'm gonna write so on this uh mirror this time around it has stuff reminding me about you know gratitude and um my chakras and just little quotes that I actually a lot of them I got from the podcast um the hey girl podcast but also um, from different motivational things that I listen to over the course of time. Every morning when I wake up, I see it, I get to reinforce it in myself, and then I get to attack the day with it. And that has definitely been very beneficial for me. All right, bye. My name is Nicole. I'm 28, and I currently live in Dallas, Texas. Self-care is a recent phenomenon for me. I didn't practice it for a long time. Possibly most of my 20s, I've, not possibly, honestly, most of my 20s, I've practiced self-hate. So the anti of self-care and it has been so draining and so exhausting. And I knew that at this point in my life, I had to turn things around. So I discovered self-care and I think it has really helped me in with my healing process, going through the motions of trying to go through a radical transformation and unlearning everything I have taught myself for the last 10 years of my life. Self-care for me, it looks different. It's not a shopping spree or a trip to a spa it's very spiritual in a sense it starts with forgiveness forgiving myself of all of the wrong things that I've done to me I have fought a battle against myself and I have beat myself to the ground so starting there with forgiving myself and now I can move forward with loving who I am. I don't live with that guilt of hating myself anymore. I'm happy that I'm I'm willing to go on and be the best version of myself. I read a lot. I read books that's focus on self-investment. That's key for me. Putting good words and good thoughts, reading it aloud and then processing that information for me has just been so spiritual because I'm listening to myself say I love you. I think you're beautiful. You are worthy. 
you are kind, just things like that. Hearing myself say that verbally, it just gives me chills because I've said the opposite for so long. So books that really affirm who you can be and teach you how to get to where you want to get when it comes to self-improvement. And I've also been writing a lot. I write is so freeing for me. It just puts me at ease. Even in my lowest moments, when I wasn't really practicing self-care and I was writing, I had hope. Like when I write, there's hope there. And I feel like everything is going to be okay. So really implementing that into my self-care routine has been very therapeutic for me. Um, And I just believe that that radical self-love that... I aspire to have that I, I have to have is it's coming it's closer than I think and the day that I get up that mountain and I am just at peace and I have that love I'll be happy forever because that's that's what I want more than anything is radical self-love hi Alex huge huge fan my self-care these days is a two-parter um the f- first version or first part is logging out of all of my social media apps like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Snapchat. Like I will log out of all of them and just keep them turned off. And then, you know, I won't punish myself for going back into them, but logging out um, as soon as I'm done. That's kind of been a bit of my self-care Um Included with also turning my phone on airplane mode. And then the other part, which is a little bit, it's just smaller, just reflecting on how my self-care has changed. Because when you said voice note, I was like, wow, I really did. I used to do a lot of voice notes as self-care just whenever I could, while I was driving, when I was frustrated or mad. So it's interesting to see that evolution because I don't necessarily feel like I need the voice notes anymore but that's evolved into journaling so it changes all the time (laughs) my name is jasmine i'm 24 years old i'm from cleveland ohio so it was interesting because when i first seen your post about um you know like your self-love and your rituals and stuff originally i wasn't going to submit anything i was like i'm just going to answer questions for me and in doing so i thought my answer was kind of interesting and so Here I am submitting something. Um, But for me, my self-love has become a part of my everyday life. Um, I started my self-love journey maybe about four years ago. Um, But what I noticed in in looking at what some of like my rituals were for my self-love is that when I first started my journey, it was a lot of self-love for my mind. Um, things to put my mind at ease, to help me get in a better place mentally, to learn to love myself. Um, so that type of stuff, it was spending a lot of time alone. It was reading books. It was like mental health days. It was like, go get your hair done and get a mani and pedi because it relaxes your mind. It was everything that I could do to ease my mind, to make me feel better so that I could learn to become more full. Um, and as I learned to have more control over my mind and meditating and really spending time alone for me was a big one and reading books. I mean, your books, um, a lot of different books. 
helped me to find self-love. And so now my self-love, it's like I have the mental side of it down and my self-love is like everyday little stuff that like I feel like I have to force myself to do and I tell myself I'm doing it because I love myself like something as little as like at night I just want to get in the bed I don't feel like brushing my teeth tonight and I'm like no 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 no. because if you love yourself you have one set of teeth you're you're gonna go brush your teeth tonight and like a day doesn't go by where I don't spend some time meditating or alone at the park or reading a book or in my mind like that stuff has become so natural that now the stuff that I work on is like physical stuff stuff that's not so natural that like I don't feel like eating today I don't feel like brushing my teeth I don't want to wake up I don't feel like going to the gym but like I love myself so I'm going to and so it was just kind of interesting to see how like okay I you know like I got the mental down now and now I'm progressing along and and doing that part it's it's a necessity to my life but it, it comes so easily and so fluently now that like now the physical side of things is I don't know. That's that's what my self-love journey is right now. And that's where I'm at with it. And I'm interested to see like when I finally master this physical and it becomes as fluent as my mental one is, then where do I go? And, you know, like just always learning and building and growing. It's a beautiful thing. Thanks for listening. Hey, Alex, this is Sophia. I'm 25 and I live here in New York City. Self-care to me and self-love have become huge themes lately. For me, like one of the biggest ways that I've seen a shift is I now talk to myself, which uh, might sound funny to an outsider. Literally, I'm, I'm talking out loud to myself almost as if I'm two people, kind of like my inner parent and my inner child. And so anytime I'm feeling a bad feeling uh, or like a like sadness or anger or something, instead of before, I would just kind of freak out uh, and act on that feeling now. I kind of talk to that feeling and talk to the part of myself that's feeling it, and it often ends much better. Another practice, one of the practices that is making it into my life is the practice of I love yous. I literally will just look at myself in the mirror in the morning or throughout the day at work, and I'll just say I love you, or I'll look down at my heart and say I love you. And it's funny, it's like I can... I can feel my body soaking it up like like it's been thirsty in the desert for years for me to talk to it like this. And so that feels really good. And thank you so much because you are definitely one of the influences, uh, one of the, the people in my Instagram feed and in my life that has inspired this change. So uh, I appreciate you. Thanks a lot. The Hey Girl Podcast is a member of The District Productive, produced by Paul, Woody Woodhall, and me, Alex L. Music by DC's own Kokai. Okay.